Tonight, on the Midnight Train Podcast, we explore the dark and dead world of zombies. Who created these creatures? Why do they hunger for brains? Can they only be killed by inflicting damage to the head? Why couldn't Carl just stay in the fucking house? Seriously, why was Carl an asshole? So sit back, pump up the volume in your $300 earbuds, sip your drink and let the zombie plague spread. Zombies, what you gonna do? Braids on the menu, blood in the flu. Cold like a chuckle taco, black and blue. Ripped up pants and torn up shoes. we have got all of the ridiculous zombie pop culture references out of the way, it's time to begin the show. Wait. What are you doing? No, get away. No, I'm a computer, you idiot. Stop. Stop. Wait. Ouch. God damn it. You stupid brain for mush piece of dead shit. Welcome to the Midnight Train. This podcast is intended for mature audiences. Listener discretion is advised. All aboard! Alright, and welcome to another episode of The Midnight Train. I am your host, Jonathan, and with me, as always, is the one and only Jeff. How are you, buddy? Good. How are you doing? I'm hanging in there. You know what I mean? I'm actually doing pretty awesome. Yeah? Yeah. You know. Long weekend? Long uh, holiday weekend. It was 4th of July. Yeah, Independence Day. for me, Day. man. You know, bar business. Dude, it's it was yeah. crazy this week. Slinging drinks all oh, day. Oh, huh? dude. It was insane. And Riley, how are you? You're back. I'm back. You are back. Welcome back. He's back, everybody. Say, say. <sighs> or did he just get fired and he doesn't need the money or what? Did you get fired? Mm, I wish. Oh. I really do. <laughs> Don't say that because never, <laughs> never ever say that because then you're broke and hating life. So anyway, Jeff, on this amazing episode of The Midnight Train, what are we talking about? Today, we are going to discuss everything zombie. Arguably the most Hollywoodized, I guess, popular movie monster there is at this point i think it probably trumps vampires by now it's it's just so popular like it's crazy popular and i and i don't know i mean we'll obviously get into what why we believe it's so popular as well as some of the history behind some of this stuff and you know know, where the zombie whole thing came from um i'm a huge fan of zombie movies 
I'm a huge fan of horror movies in general, but zombie movies are amazing. I love them. I mean, there's um, a million of them. <laughs> there's a million games. But even like the shows. cheap, cheesy ones like uh, uh, Return of the Living Dead. Oh, that's a good one. You know, or Return of the Living Dead 2 or whatever. Every one of those right. I still sit there and watch like, uh, like when they're, I'm pretty sure it was Return of the Living Dead 2 where the zombie came over to the ambulance and they, an ambulance showed up and the zombies killed the, um, the, the paramedics or the ambulance drivers. Yeah. And <laughs> I'll never forget this. The zombie goes inside and grabs the, the walkie talkie or CB and goes, send more brains. Yes. <laughs> like, first of all, how did you know how to do that? <laughs> you know what I mean? There's like multiple levels of zombies. If you look at all these movies. So like they, if, I feel like they get smarter and faster as time goes on. Cause everybody's like, yeah, hey, we've already done that. So let's make them have, a little bit of knowledge right. and Isn't agility. Isn't kind of what's going on in... Uh, I, I stopped watching The Walking Dead, to be honest. I did, too. I pretty much stopped watching it after Carl died. Um, yeah. No offense. I know Rick supposedly died. I haven't watched it. Um, but from what I'm reading, um, I've read a couple of things where like they, they're, they're becoming um, kind of sentient beings now, where they're talking and thinking and trying to like... like Yeah, ah. they're like drawing in mud with sticks and making like game plans on how they're going to attack and stuff. And it's just... One, two, 22, hike! Yeah, it's crazy. <laughs> so, yeah, I, I just think that's... Yeah, there's obviously a progression going on there, but I haven't actually paid attention to those. So, um, so first thing I want to get into is the whole history. Well, should we uh, pop the top We got to pop the top. All right. All right, you guys ready? Um, and uh, you ready? Let's start that music, buddy. Oh, shit. <sighs> that's nice. To a good episode, boys. Absolutely. Little Richard Cheese for you, huh? From Dawn of the Dead, by the way. Yeah, we're probably going to get sued for this one, but that's okay. Yeah. They're going to find me first. Yeah, that's right. God, this just puts me in the mood. Right? Yeah. Just think about zombies just intruding your house right now and just killing everything. Right? As long as I got a gun and a beer. That's all you need. Listen, double tap. That's all you got to do. Yeah. Double tap. Yeah. We'll go over the rules, too. <laughs> That's amazing. Which is funny that uh, that you played that jazz version, you know, because Richard Cheese or whatever. But I totally went to see um, Weird Al Yankovic last night. Oh, how was that? It was so amazing. Really? Absolutely. He started off the set doing like a couple, because he had a full orchestra behind him, like a 31 or 41 piece orchestra. Okay. And he actually sat doing jazz renditions of a couple of his songs at first. Dude, it was great. He he's like going to be sixty years old coming up here in like a few months, and he just puts on such a fantastic show. No kidding. It was my first time seeing him, and I'm a huge nerd, so you know I grew up listening to him. And he played my favorite song, which is the biggest ball of twine in Minnesota. <laughs> and if for you, for those of you out there right now who a don't know who Weird Al Yankovic is, which you I I don't know, get out from Amish Paradise rock again. Yeah, Amish Paradise. That's a big one. White and nerdy. Yeah, you know, but. Secondly, if you don't know the song, The Biggest Ball of Twine in Minnesota, it is fan-freaking-tastic. It's just absolutely hilarious to me. So anyway, that reminded me of that. Nice. So now, let's get back on zombies, man. I'm really excited about this episode just because, you know, I'm a huge zombie fan. I'm a fan of all that crap. So what I did is uh, I was looking through and trying to figure out, you know, basically where zombies came from. And when I was looking through on here, basically I found out that the ancient Greeks... It wasn't George Romero. It was not. No, he he did not. Oh, start I thought that. he created zombies. No, no, no. He. Well, my research. Yeah. I'm gonna have to fire my researcher. <laughs> Is that Riley? No, no, uh, no. I got a online researcher that I hired. 
via PayPal. Oh, nice. Yeah, it's obviously not working out too yeah, well. Yeah, you're so. going to have to cut that off real quick. Yeah. But uh, they're basically saying the ancient Greeks uh, may have been the actual first civilization terrorized by a fear of the undead. And uh, the archaeologists have unearthed many ancient graves, which contain skeletons penned down by rocks and heavy objects. Assumedly, assumedly, basically, <laughs> we assume that uh, it's to prevent the dead bodies from getting back up and coming out and chasing everybody around and Ooh. eating brains or walking really slowly and causing no threat whatsoever. Unless they're in mass hordes. That seems to be like the big dynamic. You know what I mean? It's like, hey, there's one. Well, he barely moves. You know, yeah. Oh, should I fight him? No, walk away. <laughs> I can walk faster than that guy can. I'm out, you know? <laughs> um, so basically, zombie folklore has been around for centuries in Haiti, possibly originating in the 17th century when West African slaves were brought in to work on Haiti sugarcane plantations. All the conditions, they were super shitty, left the slaves longing for freedom. And according to some reports, the afterlife of a zombie represented the horrific plight of slavery. So news to me, I didn't know there was like actual history behind a zombie. Here, well, I, I always thought it was just a glorified Hollywood thing that. No, and I think that's kind of what makes it as as uh, as glamorous as it is, is because they. This is a potential possibility of something potentially happening. We've discussed Bigfoot. Yeah. We all kind of figure like, okay, yeah, maybe, maybe, <laughs> but it's a far stretch, you know? Right. With uh, with this, this actually has a little bit of historical content to it. And um, obviously, what's worse than dying, but, you know, coming back and not being you? Uh, pet cemetery. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, that was basically a zombie. You know so I mean? Romero's spin was that when hell is full, the dead will walk the earth. Right. Meaning like a grand apocalypse, right? And everybody's dying left and right. Well, then hell fills up because we're all assholes. Right. And then there's nowhere left to go. So we come back. So that was his spin on it. But it's interesting to see what what the actual history is behind it. It's kind of crazy. So, you know, the first actual speculation was from 3000 B.C., Okay. Um, now there's a couple of predated ones before that, but they were like, eh, it's kind of far fetching and they're not really sure how to like bring it all together. But there was a British dig in 1892 and uh, they unearthed a nondescript tomb in Hierakonopolis. Say that five times fast. Hierakonopolis, Hierakonopolis, Hierakonopolis. I can't do it. Fail. Okay. <laughs> in Egypt. Okay. And uh, there were no clues that could be found to reveal who the person actually was who was inside the tomb. Or um, anything about the place in society or who he was in society. Was he a king, queen? Was he a whatever? But he had a tomb, so obviously he had to be somebody, right? So Isn't that kind of how that went, Riley? You know, you, you got to have tombs in there. I can't. People can't hear your head shake. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Thank you. So what do you think uh, Moody would think of this being that the pyramids and whatnot were oh, built you know by aliens? Aliens. Yeah, aliens. Right. aliens. He's he like, mixing aliens and zombies now. They were, they were alien. Alien zombies. We just came up with a movie idea. Yes. Dead aliens. Zombies versus aliens. Write this down. Send it to my lawyer. Why your lawyer? Because you got to protect yourself, dude. Yeah, you got to patent it. Yeah, any ideas you have, you got to do that. For all you people out there with ideas, send them to the Midnight Train Podcast <laughs> at gmail.com. Um, okay, so the body was found outside an open crypt, curled up in a corner and only partially decomposed. Okay, so this is in 1892 and this is like 3000 BC. So it was mummified, right? Partially decomposed. Thousands of scratch marks over every surface inside the tomb as if this 
corpse or the person had tried to claw its way out. And the forensic experts came in and revealed that the scratches were made over a period of several years. So he was in this tomb by himself, just clawing and scratching and trying to get out for several years. Now, well, how did they determine years? Um, well, I mean, they're forensic guys. They have in BC. Ne- no, it's from BC. Oh, okay. <laughs> in BC. Say. Bob, give me that rock. Yeah, right. He's dead. <laughs> so the body itself had several bite marks on the right radius, which matched impressions left by human teeth. Ooh. So now a full autopsy was done and revealed that the dried, partially decomposed brain not only matched those affected by salonum, which we'll talk here in a minute, Riley, and basically saying that the frontal lobe was completely melted away. Um, but also contain trace elements of the virus itself. And uh, debate now rages as to whether or not this case prompted later Egyptian specialists to remove the brains from their mummies. So basically, this may have been the, the precursor of why Egyptians were actually going in and taking those brains out because so they didn't mummy, want to come back. A mummy is a brainless zombie, essentially. Y- yeah. An yeah. Egyptian zombie. Yeah, yeah I guess it's it would a brainless be mummy it's with a brain. brainless zombie. Yeah. Wow. We discover something today. Dude, mind blown. See that? Brainless zombies. I still don't know what selenium is. Though. Okay, Let's so yeah, I'm glad you brought bit, that back I up. I don't feel like that's even a real thing. Well, so it is a real thing, and you and well, I discussed okay, this. The selenium is the genus of, is, is a type of plant, nightshade. The nightshade, which Potatoes, is... Tomatoes, they all fall under that, right. that term, Selena. But we all know that Nightshade is poisonous. In fact, for all of you people out there who are movie fans, which hopefully you are, because that's what we talk about a lot here, um, Nightshade was what they used in A Nightmare Before Christmas when she was always trying to get the old guy to go to sleep. Uh, yes. She'd put the deadly Nightshade. And worms what? <laughs> right. <laughs> so night that's what it is so now so what i'm thinking is is somebody's like creating something here so i'm feeling that this could have a tinge well, of here, creative well, I've got, maybe output here maybe this is dumb but if they found traces of the selenium okay somebody obviously put him to sleep and he wasn't dead and see that's what we were talking about because you, so selenium a nightshade has uh do you have it pulled up right now well, when you use the term selenium though it, it doesn't it's a very broad term. just nightshade though that's like that's like saying the it's a very broad term. So it could mean potato, it could mean tomato, it could mean nightshade. So I don't understand why they use the term selenum. Because you said it was a, a genius, right? So yeah. it's multiple. It could, it's a Different family, plants, basically. Yes. Oh, okay. Yeah, so. but ain't nobody get knocked out by a tomato or potato. So I'm going to assume. <laughs> let's nightshade. let's assume so that let's it's nightshade. So let's assume it's nightshade. Well, right here at lower doses, it's it's it causes nausea and vomiting. It's just like eating something your stomach doesn't agree with. It's like eating, you know raw fish or whatever right right so but then at higher Whoa. doses <laughs> <laughs> at higher doses though it causes dizziness drowsiness twitching of the arms and legs cramps diarrhea paralysis coma and death okay so that's the moving like a zombie that's a grunting because you got all that gas and stuff you know what i mean if you have all that shit going on with you you're like so zombification prior yeah. to zombification basically maybe. which it could be and so maybe that's what the guy's referring to but I don't know, it, like the the things I've read, like there's a lot of really far stretch, just like in anything, like You're the right. stuff we sit here and try to like, talk about and debunk. It's so just thin. Bigfoot with an X. Get your shirt, by the way. <laughs> right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. By the way, 
That's good segue on that one. So we actually have our first shirt up at the Midnight Train Podcast.com. And it is the most beautiful and handsome of Bigfoot creatures with an axe from our last Listen episode that we did. Guys, if you want to catch all the ladies at the bar, you put that shirt on you and they're going to come up. They're going to be like, what is this? I don't understand it. Perfect segue for conversation. Absolutely. And ladies, you wear one too. Absolutely. And the guy's going to be like, whoa, this chick's in the Bigfoot and Sasquatch. You know what I mean? And right. It's, it's a win-win it's for a win-win both. for everybody. And not only that, but it shows your support for us and for us to continue what we're doing right now. We just want to get the name out there. You know what I mean? Um, they're pretty moderately priced, but only because of the company that we're using it for. Yada, yada. We ain't making hard to be anything on it. Yeah, so I don't Do care. you want a good shirt that's going to last or do you want to wash it once and it's done? Right. It's a, this ain't no Walmart shirt. No offense to Walmart shirts. Just saying. So anyway, talking about the uh, with the zombies and stuff, and I mentioned earlier about voodoo and Haiti and whatnot. So this part's pretty cool. I really like. I went down a complete rabbit hole with this whole thing. So obviously, voodoo it's a religion based in West Africa and practiced throughout Haiti and the Caribbean, Brazil, the American South, and other places with um, you know African heritage. And many people who follow the voodoo religion today believe zombies are myths. But some believe zombies are people revived by a voodoo practitioner known as a bokor. Now, this is a really cool thing, and I didn't know anything about this until I started researching it. Bokors have a tradition of using herbs, shells, fish, animal parts, bones, and other objects to create concoctions, including zombie powders. So these are basically, you know, they're like voodoo priests and stuff like yeah. that. They're bokors. Witch doctor. Witch doctors, right. And they contain tetradox. How do you say that word? Tetradoxatin? Tetra- I'd say tetrodotoxin. That's what I said. Thank you, Riley. Right. Tetrodotoxin. Yeah. Which is a deadly neurotoxin found in like pufferfish. You know how yeah, if yeah. You, you can't eat a pufferfish, it has to be like really delicately. Yeah, well, it's the, the toxins it's the inside will just kill your ass. Yeah. So, and uh, other marine species and stuff. And so basically, and this is what I thought the cool spin of it was, is that they would take their annoying or unwanted family members and they dub them <laughs> zombies. That's awesome. And then he sent them to the bokers to be turned into actual zombies because they couldn't stand being around these Very people. Nice. It's like, you know, Riley, I'm tired of your shit. I'm calling up the boker tomorrow, man. You're going to be a zombie. You're going to be <laughs> brains. <laughs> so, yeah. So use carefully at sublethal doses. The tetrodotoxin combination may cause zombie-like symptoms such as difficulty walking, Mental confusion and respiratory problems. So it's like LSD, but a kind of uh, well, it's a total mind f. So is that what, what bath salts do? I uh, maybe maybe that's the kind of the same effect that the bath salts have, uh, have on it. And we'll touch on the bath salts here in but a little bit. Eating brains and eat faces on bath right. salts, but it's like the same thing, right? So and dog shit and and, and <laughs> what? <laughs> See, oh, the dude, guy it bath gets salts bad. Ate the dog shit. Yeah, it oh, gets Jesus. bad. Oh yeah. Um. So basically, you said earlier, too, that the tetrodotoxin can lead to paralysis and coma, and this could obviously cause someone to appear to be dead and or buried alive and then later revived. Now, Riley, you were talking earlier that there was a guy who was basically dead for 18 years. Yeah, so real quick, the the term zombie is first mentioned in the English language in 1819 in a history of Brazil, which is kind of weird that they're talking about zombies in the history of Brazil. But the word pretty much comes from a Western African language, um, and it stands for fetish. In that language, zombie means fetish. 
but not the kind of fetish, fetish you guys are, you know, used to. It's the it's it's a fetish. Is whoa, more... whoa, 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 whoa! You don't know nothing about me, buddy. No, it's like a totem. I was looking at Jeff. Like a totem, oh. right? <laughs> but yeah, like a totem, like a, no, like, dude, I know all like about this. Like an effigy this. to a god. Yeah, it's I'm gonna a get to- total fetish. dork on you right now, and maybe you know this, but Already. all the nerds out there will know. Oh, yeah. I played a shit ton of Diablo three. There it is. Yeah. And there's a witch doctor, and he can summon zombies, and he has fetishes, and all that shit. Like chains and whips. Yep. All right. So I know exactly. I know exactly. What you're oh, sorry. I fell asleep there. What was that? What was that? <laughs> Video games? I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Anyway. So this guy, his name was Clairvius Narcisse. And he was. Oh, um, that's a sweet name. That's a pretty cool name, right? <laughs> it's a pretty cool name. And so he was born in 1922 in Haiti. And he died in 1964. But he was like 15, 16 years old. And he got in a land dispute with his brother. And so rumor has it that his brother contacted one of these Bokor witch doctor guys. And had his br- and had Narcisse pretty much turned into a zombie, and so he was. So he poisoned him. Pretty much poisoned. He had his brother poisoned. Uh, he was declared dead. Two years went by, and supposedly during these two years, the Bokor guy was using the Clairvius Narcisse, the guy he got poisoned, and a bunch of other zombies to work on a sugarcane farm as slaves, pretty much because they were drugged up. They had no say in it. They just kind of were mindless. You know, workers at that point. It's like pretty much half my employees right now. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> so, like, you know, when you see people, uh, I've seen this in a lot of movies like Shutter Island and uh, a couple other movies where they show like a like a psych ward hospital, and like when the people are sedated and in, in oh yeah in that fashion, they they kind of have that zombie effect to you, them where they're kind of just like yeah. you know like staring and they do as they're told and they they don't talk much and they're just they walk slow like a zombie. I mean, I wonder, I wonder if this is all connected via medicine like you know it's poison but it's yeah. it's kind of like medicinal in so a way what absolutely and i think and what happens with that is and in just my opinion here is that you've got back in the in late 1800s early 1900s you've got these beliefs of these certain people i mean there's still people that believe you know that they that the voodoo religion is a real thing and it's still around to this day and so back then they would take the two and they put them all together you know what i mean so you've got it's medicine man take this you know? I wish I had the Michael Scott Voodoo Mama Juju from The Office. <laughs> it's Voodoo Mama Juju. There's been a murder in Louisiana. <laughs> Such a great, great episode. Oh, man. They're taking enough Netflix now. Yeah. Yeah. It's so dumb. Everything good must come to an end. Yeah. Except the midnight train. That's right. That's right. So the next part of the story, it gets even more interesting. So the the slave driver dies not the bocor witch doctor guy but i guess this bocor was getting paid to make this by the brother right plant no the well, he got paid by the brother to make his brother a zombie okay but then the witch doctor was also getting paid by a plantation owner to provide him with these zombies okay and so it was like this whole corrupt <laughs> ring well the plantation owner died so it took this guy uh narcisse 16 years to regain his senses and understand where he was so he like lived i don't this is kind of 16 years kind of blurry. They're not really sure what he did because he's not sure either. But he lived for 16 <laughs> years as a zombie, pretty much, like out of his mind. 16 years later, wanders right back into his town. Hey, listen, detoxing's a motherfucker. I mean, anybody who had ever had to detox 16 knows. 16 freaking years, yeah. though. So 16 years later, he wanders back into town and his sister and a few of his closest friends recognize him. And the rest of the town didn't believe it was him. They're like, no, you're dead. Like, you died. You're, you're not who you say you are. But his sister and a couple of his closest friends swore up and down. And so eventually the guy just lived on to die in 1964. So I wonder had, how much brain damage he had from all that poison and shit. You know what I mean? Well, he only lived to be 42. So That's insane. Wow. 
how would you like to be the guy that gets randomly picked in your life that your brother wants your land so he poisons you and turns you into a goddamn zombie listen it's probably happened <laughs> in multiple cases and stuff i guarantee there's mo- multiple situations this because i mean in 1997 there was an article in the british medical journal uh called the lancet uh, described three verifiable verifiable accounts of zombies. In one case, a Haitian woman who appeared to be dead was buried in a family tomb, only to reappear three years later. An investigation revealed that her tomb was filled with stones, and her parents agreed to admit her to a local hospital. So these things happen all over the place. This is 1997. That's freaky. Yeah, think about that. Yeah. Just saying kind of weird bro so i know right now all our listeners are used to like the typical zombie stories where like the government drops a bomb of gas and or the cdc lets an outbreak virus leak you know and this is kind of cool because like for me again i didn't know your guys's research coming into this so this i'm almost like a listener right now this is all kind of shocking to me and kind of cool in a way because i never knew any of this stuff like actually existed well now there also have been a a few documented uh cases of um zombie-like outbreaks, you know, like uh, whether it's Ebola, things like that, especially back when you didn't really know what certain things were. It was, again, it was misidentified. You didn't know what things were, and so, hey, you're zombies. But but truthfully to me, I mean, I think the zombie thing, I mean, there's there's zombies mentioned in, in, <laughs> mentioned in the Bible, and I'm not talking <gasps> about Jesus. I'm not talking about Jesus' How resurrection. Dare you. But there was a part uh, in the Bible where he actually says that he met a man or a, uh, the the skeleton and muscle and stuff started to form on it, and it was completely empty on the inside kind of thing. So, I mean, th- these things have been mentioned. These ideas have been mentioned for a very, very, very long time. Well, I mean, there was White brought- Walkers in Game of Thrones, and that was a long time ago. So, I hate you. That's a documentary. I hate you. <laughs> Jesus actually brought someone back to life, too. You ever heard of like when he resurrected a guy, his best friend named Lazarus? Zombie Jesus. He pretty much turned his best friend into a zombie because he died and he brought him back to life from the dead. I thought we said no more talking about religion. And here we are going right down that hole. I started it. Back to I it. know. I started it. It's my fault. We, you know, we just don't ever want to offend anybody, you know? Don't worry, folks. We'll switch subjects here real quick. Yeah. <laughs> I got a subject change for you. Oh, Riley's got one. Real quick. I want to know. What is the best zombie movie? Oh, God, there's so many of them. I want to know your top. Number one, the only zombie movie you can watch ever again. Okay, hold on a second. Before we talk about that, our personal favorite one. So, you know, according to The Undead 18th Century by Linda Troost, zombies appeared in literature as far back as 1697. Okay? That's a long... Like the word zombie or... Well, they were described as spirits or ghosts or whatever, but not, you know, the cannibalistic crazy guys that come after you or whatever. And they arrived on on, on film around the same time as their monster peers Frankenstein and Dracula in the 1932 release of White Zombie. Oh. in the back of my Dracula. So yeah, 1932 White Zombie came out, which I'm only assuming that's had to be where he got his name from, right? Yeah, Rob absolutely. Zombie, we love you, buddy. Um, but it wasn't until 1968 that the uh, zombies acquired a cult following of their own with the release of Dun 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 Night of the Living Dead, directed by George Romero, who happens to be the king of zombie movies. And if you absolutely have, if you want to tell me I'm wrong, please, Midnight Pain, Midnight Pain, Midnight Pain, the Midnight Training Podcast at gmail.com. Tell me I'm wrong. Tell me who the uh, the king of the zombie movies are. Or tell us what you guys think about zombies because we want to know. We want to know what you think, you know. And plus, what is your favorite zombie movie? We're going to say what ours is here in a second. Now, over the next 15 years after that movie in 1968, 
Romero directed two more zombie films, Dawn of the Dead and Day of the Dead, right? Yes. I was going to say there's a couple of them. I was trying to think of what they exactly they were. Wasn't there like an Island of the Dead yes. too that he did recently? It was terrible. I remember was watching not it. Good. Listen, I still watched it. <laughs> he must have paid like $50 to have that movie film because it was that bad. I'm not even going to go into that. He took that Dawn of the Dead and Night of the Living Dead money and he cashed that check. Okay, so favorite movies, favorite zombie movies here. I want to discuss this, but first, I think we should take a quick break and then we'll be right back, folks. Stay tuned. And now for a News Channel 5 weather forecast. Mostly blood red skies with a chance of raining blood. Expect a long commute this morning as the apocalypse has begun. All hail the beast, 666. I'm Skip McManfro and this has been your News Channel 5 weather update. falls across the land. The midnight hour is close at hand. Creatures crawl in search of blood to terrorize y'all's neighborhood. All right, so that was the one and only Vincent Price right there. Rest in peace, buddy. Or come back as a zombie, please. Oh, that would be amazing. He'd be like one of those few that I would actually appreciate if he came back as a zombie because he was kind of a zombie while he's here. You know, <laughs> this is true. I mean, just creepy as fuck and just, yeah. just, just crazy and whatever. And that was, yeah, of that course, you gotta be like Bill Murray in Zombieland, you know? Oh, man. You know, just hang out with him. Dude, that's going to be a day that I'm probably going to take an entire day off of work when, when Bill happens to pass, dude, because I'm, I'm, a, I'm a, all about Bill Murray. Always have. He's a legend. I've got Bill motherfucking Murray's t shirts, and uh, dude, I love Bill Murray. But um, obviously, that was Vincent Price from the one and only Thriller video and our song from Michael Jackson. Michael Jackson. Yeah. And there was a different version in the beginning of the show, too. I don't know if you guys caught it or not. There was a little snippet from where a zombie actually attacked Michael. It was pretty, I, pretty that, crazy. I don't. I, that's really weird that you actually found that, too. So you yeah. had to dig deep for that one, right? I did. I had to go on the dark web. The dark web. Wow. And I typed in Michael Jackson attacked by zombie. And I saw a lot of weird stuff that I don't. I'm trying to get out of my head, but you'll never get that out of your yeah. head. That's really sad. Shimon. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So listen, we are going to talk about our favorite zombie movies now. And now l- listen to me, there's two separate types of zombie movies. There's the shit your pants. Holy crap. That was scary. And then there's the, Okay, that was actually awesome for the sake of being awesome and fun and whatever. Like your your Shaun of the Dead's, your Zombie Lands, you know the ones with some comedy to them that are really good. Like uh, uh, Bill Murray's actually in a new one coming up soon. Uh, yeah, it hasn't Adam been Driver. released. Yet. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Where where there's zombies and it looks like it's going to be really funny. Because yeah, you, know I mean? you know cops and zombies haven't been done before, but we'll see how it goes. I guess. <laughs> yeah, but Bill Murray. That's all I got. Yeah. you could pretty much put him in anything, and the dude just you know he shits gold. You yeah, I mean? but I mean Adam Driver, we can debate about. I mean, that's I'm just Star Wait, Wars. The, he it, ruined it for me. Yeah, that's Star Wars. Right? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah that's and uh, the last one. He's got to have his shirt off, and it's dude, like, why? He was so cool. Who, who cares? And then he took the mask off, and I was like, ugh. Because yeah, he had that. He was cool. The mask looked dope, and they took his. And he just looked like a little boy with long hair. <laughs> 
<laughs> and then Snoke's like, take off that stupid and it, mask. And he takes it off and he's like, hey guys. And then Snope died for no reason. Yeah. Or Snokes or whatever the name was. Which we don't even know who the hell that guy is. But Snopes. we can go down a Star Wars rabbit hole on another episode. Ooh, because we should that's totally a, do that. Yeah, That'd yeah, be a good yeah. one. That'd be Ball a fun one. Because I, I, I do love me some Star Wars. Um, Amen. So, um, all right. So, let's go Riley. First of all, you. Favorite and zombie movie. Before you do, just reiterate your age. Because I want the audience oh, yeah, to yeah, know. Yeah, you guys have to know Because this, you, you kind of have to gauge, you know. So, I'm 20 years old, right? <laughs> And I think so. We're gonna go with the two categories. I think my favorite funny, like comic, you know, comedy fun. zombie movie, the fun, fun one, is Shaun of the Dead, because Simon Pegg, right? Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Oh, yep. God, they're so funny. Them and like Hot Fuzz and uh, the End of the World or whatever. Those movies are fantastic. So I gotta go with Hot Fuzz. Or Hot Fuzz. I mean, <laughs> Shaun of the Dead. And then for the, <laughs> it's like the same movie. One's got zombies, one got cops. It's like the same thing, though. It's not the same. It is not the same. And then the favorite serious zombie movie, I think I got to go with, which this is going to be interesting if you guys consider this zombies or not, but I got to go with, uh, uh, was it 20, 28 Days Later? 28 Days Later, yeah. Yeah, the one with the, they're in London. That's yeah. the one, right? We actually um, we covered reviewed that, on that one on a bonus tr- um, episode that we'll be posting up on our website. And the only place you can get that is going to be at the midnighttrainpodcast.com. Which uh, hopefully I'll have that up here within the next week or so. And uh, Riley's just spilling skittles all over the place. So John, I'm also a child, twenty years old. John, if I was <laughs> like a fan of the show, correct? How would I get to this bonus again? Uh, again, you're or going, be part of it. So you're going to go to the Midnight Train Podcast dot com, and you're going to sign up to be a subscriber. And it's super easy to do. You actually will uh, come in there, and you'll just see log in, and then you'll put your information in, and then you become part of the Midnight Train Podcast family. And then you'll get uh, updates and stuff of uh, those. And right now, we're not charging anything for that. We're not, uh, you know, we're not trying to do the Patreon thing or anything yet. You know, eventually it would be nice if we could get some support for doing this because obviously it does cost to do this stuff and uh, we want to put out as much awesome content as possible. But yeah, go to the midnight midnighttrainpodcast.com and, uh, you know, check it out for now. The store is on there where you, again, can get your Bigfoot with an axe shirt. Yeah, buddy. And uh, you can also, uh, you know, get some bonus content, which we'll be posting up here shortly. So now in saying that, Jeff, what are your favorite it's a tough call, man, because there's at least 50 to 60 out there. So I would have to say for fun, I, I do love Shaun of the Dead, but I have to say Zombieland was better. So I'm going to go with fun. I'm going to take Zombieland on that for sure. Did you say better? Yeah, uh, really? I think it was better than Shaun of the Dead. I don't know about better. Shaun of the Dead was good, but Zombieland was amazing. Which they are coming out with the Zombieland too, right? Isn't I think that, so. Isn't that I the, mean, uh, have to at this yeah. point. So that would be my fun one. Okay. Um, Actually, it not to get off on the subject, but a second fun one because it was a it was a close second would be Return of the Living Dead, which is the one where you said uh, they go to the ambulance and you send more brains in the uh, the it, CB, and, and they were in the uh, what was it? It was a mortuary or something, yeah. right? Because they were hanging out at the, uh, the the there was a cemetery, and they went in because a friend of theirs was working, and then a vat of whatever <laughs> fell over, and all of a sudden, all the uh, the the dead guys came up, and then. Um, was that no? There, there's another one too, where they were burning the bodies, and the smoke came through the ceiling. That's the same one. Oh, that's yeah, the one. And okay. In the cemetery, and the chick like takes all her clothes off, and I, it was in one of our Shinoa. It was a sound clip because Hagar yeah. used to love that. But yeah, that, the, the acting's like super cheesy. It's it's oh, it's, it's an a, all around like fun. It's zombie an movie. Absolute. Um, 
<laughs> it's it is uh it's it's i how do i put it it's um it's fun yeah it is. it's and it's total b movie too so if you don't like b movies then you just that's definitely not your uh your 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 take of movies now um i'm just looking this up real quick so yeah they are coming out with uh zombie land double tap nice. it's going to be the uh, second one that's going to be coming out here shortly so that'll be kind of cool I'm excited to see that one. Still got the original characters and stuff in it too. Emma Stone, Jesse Eisenberg, Woody Harrelson. So Double Tap comes from in the movie Zombie Land. It, it's a it's a quirky zombie movie, and he comes up with this set of rules on how to survive, and it goes something like this. Rule number one for surviving Zombie Land: cardio. When the virus struck, for obvious reasons, the first ones to go were the fatties. You had to get a gun and learn how to use it. Which leads me to my second rule, the double tap. In those moments when you're not sure the undead are really dead dead, don't get all stingy with your bullets. I mean, one more clean shot to the head. And this lady could have avoided becoming a human Happy Meal. It wasn't long before the zombies began to get clever. When you're at your most vulnerable, somehow they could just smell it. Can a guy take a dubber in peace? Don't let them catch you with your pants down. Rule number three, beware of bathrooms. You had to focus on your own survival, which leads to rule number four. Pretty basic. Fasten your seatbelts. It's going to be a bumpy ride. And a bumpy ride it was. What a great movie. So that is definitely my fun pick. What a bumpy ride it was. (laughs) So now, listen, before I get into what I think about mine, whatever, there are quite a few new zombie movies coming out. So The Dead Don't Die, that's the new one with um, Adam Driver and uh, Bill Murray, Steve Buscemi, Rosie Perez. Steve Buscemi's in that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, it's going to be good. It's going to have Selena Gomez is in it and everything else. Like, it's going to be good. Uh, Obviously, we said, uh, you know, the... uh, the new um, Zombie Land that's going to be coming out soon. Um, Rise Emma Stone in it. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. So hot. Rise of the Living Dead. It's another Rise one. Rise of the Living. Yeah, Rise Dead. of the Living Dead. Um, Is that a remake? It's actually set in the 1960s and follows a scientist who makes a deal with the military to find a way for humans to sustain life in the event of mutual assured destruction, creating a curse that will plague mankind for the rest of days. Never been done before. Uh, <laughs> now it's actually being led um, by Cameron Romero, which is the son of George Romero. He'll screw it up. Yeah, well, I mean, you know about Van Halen's son, right? <laughs> Wolfgang. <laughs> they can never. Don't, the kids can never follow their, their their parents. Don't 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 yeah. don't don't one note. <laughs> uh, there is also another one called uh, George A. Romero presents Road of the Dead. And uh, Road it, of the Dead. Yes. Because we've done everything else. So we're going to take a stretch of highway and fill it with zombies and deal with so it. So this one basically is it's set six years after the land of the dead. And it takes place on an island in which zombie prisoners race cars in a coliseum to entertain the wealthy. I will not see that movie. What the I'm hell? just I'm just saying right now I will not be I watching that movie. Like, bedroom of <laughs> they dead. say basically Night it's like it's, it's like zombie and uh, zombies and road warrior meet kind of thing why wouldn't they do theme park of the dead like where they take over cedar point and like <laughs> well they kind of did in yeah, zombie land you know yeah but like people are trying to get on rides and the zombies are just like <laughs> like they won't let them in walmart of the dead walmart of the dead <laughs> dude that's every <laughs> that's day every walmart at yeah. 3 a.m actually 
Um, that's Steel Yards if you've ever been there. <laughs> Zynga. Oh, yeah. Dead Snow 3. Have you guys seen Dead Snow? Yeah, the, the mm. one with the Germans? Like that's the Nazis? The, the Nazi. Yeah, that's a really good one. The, 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 the Nazi zombies? Yeah, yeah. I've seen smile? the previews for it. I have never watched the it. The first it, one's really funny. It's it like all look, German, though. It didn't look that good to me. I mean, I yeah, there's uh, so that one's coming out. Um, Army of the Dead. Uh, it's another zombie movie set in zombie infested future vision of Las Vegas, where a father sets out to save his young daughter. And it's a plot we've obviously heard before, but this father's trying to save his child. Ooh. The good news is that it's set in futuristic Las Vegas and that that's enough to pique our interest. That's never been done before. Never. Yeah. Wait, no. Jeff, what's your uh, what's your serious movie, though? I don't think you got a chance to say. Oh, yeah. You did say just two doubles. Yeah. So um, my serious pick would definitely be Dawn of the Dead. And the reason why is, yeah, it, it's OK. It's not like the greatest zombie movie ever. But at the time when I saw it, when it came out, I was like, holy shit, like the gore and like the just the rawness of it was really, really. And what was it? Dawn of the Dead. Oh, OK. And the original or the the, the, the re- one from what was it? The 90s, I think. The remake with with Veen Rames. Veen Rames, yeah, Rames that was the remake. In, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, they were in the in the, uh, in the mall. In the mall. Yeah. yeah, that was really good because I saw that in the theater and I was like, "Wow, this movie's crazy." I, I loved that one to be honest with you, and the reason that I liked that one is just because it was so like, um, how do I put it? It was very. Uh, it's just dark. It was realistic, though. But it wasn't too. like super corny. I really liked the cinematography to it. I thought that was a great one for sure. See, here's the thing: like World War Z was okay, but here's what bothers me. Zombies are not that fast and aggressive. They're just not. They're not going to pile up. Traditionally. Traditionally. Yeah, but that's just too much. And then, like, even with, uh, and we talked about in uh, the bonus episode, not to leak any of it, but uh, we talked about I Am Legend. And that's another one where the zombies are super aggressive and just, like, ridiculous. So, if you look at it that way, there's almost kind of, like, two genres of zombie movies. There's, like, the aggressive, like, smart agility zombies and then right. there's the stupid brain dead gory just raw zombies Zombie. so like a 28 days later is like the smart agile fast zombies yeah, i would say so and then the dumb ones would be like the dawn of the dead where they're just mindless and i like that because that's that's the that's, that's like the old school right like yeah. all the the fast and agile ones that's all the newer stuff you know, and that's because you kids, and I say you kids, I'm looking at As you, you Riley, because yeah. you guys wouldn't sit through it like a, a night of living. Day. You'd be like, oh, this is boring. Oh, I need God. my zombies to pile up on each other like ants. <laughs> I could drop kick well, the zombie, run around them five times. You know, that's that's what happens. I'm right. so fit and active, old man. <laughs> <laughs> Double tap. So apparently, I'm also looking here, too, as we're talking about the movies coming up. Apparently, they are doing a uh, Walking Dead movie trilogy. Oh, great, because everybody wants to see that. Because that market's not saturated. So they're doing a a trilogy. Let's see uh, here. I'm just reading on this right now. now, You know what? Oh, and they're saying that Andrew Lincoln is going to be the main star. Of course he is, because he needs money. Andrew Lincoln? That's Rick. Coral. Oh, okay. I've never watched. <laughs> but John, before past season one, so. before we get to your movies, mm-hmm. I just want to I want to touch on the Walking Dead subject because it's going to happen, right? Obviously. So, for me, the Walking Dead was amazing until season three when they got to the prison. Right? It was really, really good. It was. It had like the the twist at every end of the episode. You had to wait and see what was going to happen. It had a really good story. It was a believable story. And I loved it. And then as soon as they got to the prison and it started going way too deep into everybody's personal story, I'm out. I was done. See, to be honest with you, there was a tinge of entertainment there the entire time because, you know, I read the comic books, which, you know, rest in peace. Comic books are now done. He's calling it quits as well. Um, the 
Walking Dead comics. Um, but, you know, because that's where it stemmed from. It came from the comic books. And the comic books were, they're not the most great, uh, um, they're not the most greatly drawn of comics and stuff. But the, the, the premise behind it and the storytelling was amazing. So anyway, that's why I was into it. But didn't they didn't they like steer like way off course, like the comics versus the, the yeah the show? they 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 Hollywoodized it or what do we call it? You know what I mean? They they made it a Hollywood thing. They had to. You know what I mean? And not that they had to, because there was a lot of stuff that that changed. Like uh, when Keegan killed, um, t- 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 who was the guy he killed? The Asian dude. Oh, why can't I think of his name right now? Glenn. Listen, Glenn, yes. So when he killed Glenn, it wasn't Glenn in the comic books. It wasn't. It was uh, Rick, wasn't it? No, it wasn't Rick. No? No, I can't remember who it is off the top of my head right now. So listen, if you're listening right now, you should totally, totally email us or find us on Facebook or Instagram or Twitter and let us know who killed or who did. uh, Well, what I didn't like. Keegan? Keegan? Yeah. Keegan? Negan. Negan. Keegan. Keegan and Kel? (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> <laughs> what i didn't like was like around that time that's when the actor that plays carl he came out with his own music video and they, they started playing it all the time like in between episodes and i was like what the hell is this dude i know what song you're talking about and it's absolutely the best let's do it uh. i heard the gingerbread boy because he's pretend bread boy Little cookie man never waved to me, so he got knocked out because I flow. Little Jiggy Jar Jar dude. So yeah, that that pretty much ruined The Walking Dead for me. I was like, why would they give this kid? Which, by the way, not to get off on a on a, a tangent here, but you know the Stranger Kids uh, or Stranger Stranger Kids Stranger Things kid, the one that plays Mike. Yeah, he's in the movie It. Yeah. Did you see his music video? No. He did take on me. Aha. Uh-huh. No. Oh, it's bad. Oh no. It's bad. He's got like his own band and stuff now. But oh, no. anyways. Oh yeah. no. So that's what happens. You have these great shows, and then these kids like they're self entitled. They're like, "Well, I'm an actor, so now I'm a musician. Here's my song." And it's like they they just get all this money together from whatever, and they put it on the show, and they tie it together, and you got this. And I just flow. So bad. Yeah, I don't know, man. I have to beg so, to differ on that. Yeah, Walking That's, Dead for that, me is that literally is in my playlist on my phone. That song. I'm not even lying. That is in my playlist. You're supporting Carl. I I, I love Carl. 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 <laughs> Carl. Carl should have died when he got hit by that bullet. One that's supposed to hit that deer. Listen, man. He should have died. I didn't a miserable write death. the storyline. All I know is he didn't die, and then he made an impact. I feel when like he finally Rick, did pass away. I feel like he put up with a lot of Carl's shit, right? You're a parent. I'm a parent. I feel like Carl was like that little bastard kid that just didn't want to listen. What are you going to do? Send him to his room? I mean, what's the worst that can happen? Oh, there's zombies out there. <laughs> you know, He's fighting zombies left and right. Guess what, Dad? I'm entitled. You know why? Because I can kill these motherfuckers. That's why. You know what? It's the apocalypse. There's no safe space. Go get your goddamn Play-Doh and get the hell out of my house. <laughs> That's what happens. <laughs> And that, that is note. Parenting 101 by <laughs> on Jeff. <laughs> John, what is your uh, favorite? All right. So, first of all, I don't like you calling me John. Dad, there father. You Thank you. I appreciate that. Father of mine. So, 
I am a huge fan of this genre of movies. I'm a, f- a huge fan of horror, as I've repeated over and over again. Um, there's so many like uh, runner runner ups, runners up, whatever you want to call it, for um, zombies or just horror movies. For zombie movies, okay. For zombie movies, um, I, I I loved 28 Days Later. I thought that was great. Um, and again, we did a review on that, which will be on our website. Yes. Um, I thought that was great just because it was a totally different take on the whole thing. I wasn't a big fan of uh, what's the Z one with Brad Pitt? World War Z. World War Z. That one was kind of like there was a couple parts to it that I was like, okay, you know, like when he's in that room and it's things sitting there and kind of looking at each other or Reasons whatever. In the camouflage. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like I thought that was kind of like all right, I I, I feel it. Um, I loved the original Night of the Living Dead. The black and white. I, the black and white one, just because with it being black and white and being in, in like in a, the, the mid or late 60s, it was one of those movies that just, to this day, dude, it's like Exorcist to me. You know what I mean? I can still watch that and still get freaked out by it. Have you seen that one? Young yes. Buck? Yeah, I have. You have? Yeah. You've actually seen, you've seen the original? Yeah. The black and white version? Okay. Yes. And the end of it is like crazy too. You know what I mean? Like it's a crazy end. Now, my all-time, I love Zombieland. My all-time funny or not so serious one is hands down Shaun of the Dead. That's a good one. Shaun of the Dead is just it is extremely intelligent. It's really smart. Like the the everything about it to me is just an amazing movie. Like Simon Pegg and Nick Frost, they just to me they can't do any wrong. Dude, I loved Paul. Yeah, Paul's a great. You movie. know what I mean? Hot like I, I love. Yeah, I mean, love that one. What's, what's the one where he was a uh, he was a runner trying to get his wife back? Oh, it was Simon Pegg. Yeah, I've seen it. I just don't remember because it, it wasn't like one of the popular and it ones. It really wasn't like super good, but it was still good to me because I just love his personality. Yeah. You know what I mean? So to me, that's my number one favorite. Now, my favorite like scary kind of crazy one is called Overlord. That movie's fucking amazing. <laughs> Holy, that's my favorite. Song. That's a Fuck. newer one, isn't 28 it? 28 Days Later sucks compared to this movie. <laughs> that movie's so good. Overlord is dude. in... Tense, oh my man it's like camping it is just like camping it's intense it's intense it's a <laughs> it is a very 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 can we talk about this movie real quick yeah, of course okay so opening scene how old is it by the way it, it just came out, came out two years, i thought so two years i thought ago, so yeah, yeah, yeah so openings it was directed by um your mom <laughs> <laughs> it was produced by jj abrams the, abrams yeah so this movie opens up it's so it's it just take world war ii Right, paratroopers in the like the first half of the movie. There's no zombies in it at all, and then the second half of the movie. So like there's the paratroopers and they're in enemy territory, and it opens up to just the movie opens up with this gory, insanely intense scene of um them flying in their their dropship over. It's the day before D Day. Yeah, German territory. So there's just shells flying at them. And AA, That's never been done before. AA fire. Okay, listen, Jeff. When you come up with an original idea, <laughs> let me know. Shut up, Jeff. <laughs> God. So anyway, just bullets are ripping through the plane and they're forced to jump out. And like in the beginning, like five of the characters you're introduced to die like right off the bat. And it is just the whole movie just gets it just amps up the Annie every scene. Just it just gets more intense, more intense. But it's not one of those cheap jump scare movies where it's like, oh, what was that? It's like it's just intense. it's so intense. Like the whole movie, man, like in the scene in the uh, in the, the hallway or the down in the, the dungeon. Spoiler alert. Just in case you haven't seen this movie yet, there probably will be spoilers. <laughs> yeah, oh, there, yeah, absolutely. So if if you haven't part. seen this movie, 
I, I don't care if we spoil every single part of it. Watch this movie, it's Jeff. A great movie. In fact, I'm calling you out. You have to watch Overlord before next week because I want is your it on opinion. Netflix. Because uh, I'm not so. watching it. If it's I not. don't think so. <laughs> I don't think it is. I don't know where I could get it then. Yeah, I mean, you could uh, just My find it. Man, Go rent the movie. Go to Redbox and rent the thing. Whatever. But you, you're calling you out right now. So you were saying in the hallway. It was directed by Julius Avery, by the way. If yeah. you're saying in the, in the so, you know, they're like in the dungeon down in the basement or whatever. And then uh, the resurrected thing starts coming after the chick or whatever. Yeah, it's like chasing her. Dude, that was scary. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like heads all and necks all broken. Yeah. It's like chasing her. It's just it's a really cool spin. It's not the mo- it's not the most original idea in the world, but the way they implemented everything was awesome. Nice. So and the characters were really likable and it was a really interesting story. And the best part to me in the whole movie is you actually watch a guy who gets infected by this like by the, the disease that the Nazis are creating. He's an American soldier and he he's built up to be this really nice guy that everyone loves and he's a really good soldier and then he dies. He gets shot. And he, they're like he's dying and everyone's sad. And all of a sudden he starts like he reanimates. He comes back to life and he's like freaked out. He's like what what's going on? He's a zombie. So he's alive and he's totally with it. He understands what's going on. He just can't figure out how he's alive again. Yeah. And then all of a sudden he starts transforming into a zombie and his like neck breaks and his bones crack and he turns into this like crazy zombie and he like fights his old friends and it's it is a really dark okay, scene. Okay, so maybe you don't need to watch the movie now, folks. Way to go, Riley. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding, Mister. Oh no, we definitely said spoiler alert from the beginning. So yeah, dude, it's it's a absolutely fantastic. So that is my number one, hands down, like favorite, like scary. Oh, interesting. Um, I'll of, check of that those out. It's movies. Really good, yeah. yeah, it's such a good movie. It really is. And uh, I went into it thinking it was just gonna suck. To be honest mm-hmm. with you, I honestly thought it was gonna suck. I saw it in theaters. Actually, you did. Yeah, nice. I went and saw it in theaters, and it was really cool. Maybe you are okay, Riley. Oh, thanks, guys. <laughs> so now listen. There was something that was brought up when we discussed that we want to do zombies. Riley brought this thing up, and I really didn't know too much about it. And then I did a little bit of research on it. But I'm going to let Riley kind of take the, uh, the 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 front helm on this one. But so, did you know that the U.S. government literally has a plan in case of a zombie invasion? I do because I'm friends with Ken O'Bloy. <laughs> and that's the only I'm know. dead honest with you that's the only reason because he talked about it I, on, in Blackout Superstar I did not know that when we were traveling to different shows across the country he would go on and on and on and on about it apparently I tuned him out the on FEMA that. camps he would call them is, is that what those and he were? said that like the CDC had a whole plan and there's like FEMA camps set up like randomly that they wouldn't say they wouldn't tell anybody what exactly it's for, but he's like, yeah, man, you know, Ken conspiracy. It's the right. zombies. If the zombie apocalypse happens, there's a FEMA camp here and then there's one here. And this is how they're going to, you know, funnel everybody into it. And, but that's, yeah, that's how well, I, that's the conspiracy that is side of things. The, the actual thing here is the CDC. Literally, if you Google zombie preparedness, the CDC website comes up first. This is the center for disease control. Like the, it's a gov website. It's a legitimate government run website. So it's crooked. Literally, well, (laughs) legitimate in air quotes. (laughs) So pretty much it has a zombie preparedness blog, zombie preparedness for educators, zombie preparedness, all like everything you need to know because what they are. So it's a whole plan for what you should do in case of a zombie apocalypse, but it's really a roundabout way of just a disaster preparedness plan. But in order to get people interested and wanting to engage with this plan and read it, and learn how what to do in case of an, like a you know a natural disaster or an emergency. They made it about zombies to like engage the youth 
This so, is exactly what it so, says on the blog. It comes right up on Google when you type it in. That's yeah, crazy. zombie preparedness. Like from the CDC. But it says zombies in it. Yeah, it's all about zombies, I mean, the whole says, plan. It's got a picture of a zombie on it, and this is like the actual .gov website. <laughs> so listen, folks, if you can hear my voice right now, remember, don't trust anyone, but just trust us in saying that eventually, someday, somehow, some way, there are going to be zombies, and they're going to be coming for our asses. So... Stock up. There's sure. a whole blog. There's posters you can buy, like from <laughs> yeah, the government. It's the whole nine yards. Make what sure the? you download every episode of the Midnight Train podcast on your phone, so that way when the shit hits the fan and the zombies are coming. Yeah, but you're bunkered down. You need some entertainment, right? Man. We you, will take care of you. That's what we do. But yes. you have to download them. Uh, and leave us a five-star so, review, because so it really listen, does help. The so zombies we, like it. Not only does the CDC have that document, but there is literally a military um national security plan drafted by the u.s military that uh will de- t- detail how the country might best respond to a zombie outbreak and it's called con op 8888 that's what it's called which sounds like something from a zombie movie first of all but pretty much what it says is zombies are horribly dangerous to all human life and zombie infections have the potential to seriously undermine national security <laughs> and economic activities that sustain our way of life. Therefore, having a population that is not composed of zombies or at risk from their malign influence is vital to U.S. and allied nation interests. That is literally drafted by the U.S. military and put into a national security plan. So real quick for people out there, just to touch on what Riley's talking about, I Googled it while he was going over that. And there is a legitimate site on .gov, like it's an actual government site. They actually have a list of items to be prepared for a zombie apocalypse, okay? Please read In this the list. list yes, we have please read the list. Water. Now listen, folks, if you're listening out there right now, this is the list you need to have. And this is from the government. Stock up. Telling you what you need to have. Obviously, the first one is the entire Midnight Train podcast library. Second, Jeff. So we have water, one gallon per person per day. Food, stock up on non-perishable items that you eat regularly. Medications, this includes prescription and non-prescription meds. Tools and supplies, utility knife, duct tape, battery-powered radio. (laughs) Sanitation and hygiene, household bleach, soap and towels. Clothing and bedding, a change of clothes for each family member and blankets. Important documents, a copy of your driver's license, a passport, a birth certificate, to name a few. And then first standard first aid supplies. <laughs> it says, although you're a goner, if a zombie bites you, you can use these supplies to treat basic cuts and lacerations that you might get during a tornado or hurricane. This is exactly what is said on the yeah. government website for a zombie apocalypse. People, we're not making this up. You could type it in on Google and go right to the actual legitimate site. Well, according to this CONOP plan, this is kind of badass. Like, as I'm reading this, I'm like, all right, this is kind of cool that the government has this whole plan. So it's in phases. Like, the, their their plan here, CONOP 8888, is in phases. And so the first phase is um is going to be, they're going to, the plan goes through a number of general phases that would make for the best anti-zombie attack. In the first phase, authorities will instruct the military and the public on how the zombies they're fighting work and how to kill them. So the government's going to put out, like, like information on how to kill the zombies. We all know how to do that. Okay. Well, then it's if you the don't, brain. if you don't, you'll, you'll learn. So you then the, the second phase called deterrence points out that zombies cannot be deterred themselves, but calls for a broad sweep to restore confidence in the government's ability to combat the threat. So they're going to like try to get everyone back on the government side. Like we can do this. And so the next two phases, the military forces conduct sweeps of infected areas, killing zombies and burning the bodies to remove the threat of infection. And in the final phase, 
The government rebuilds its authority over the civilian population and eliminates the final pockets of zombie resistance. That's insane. So the government's going to pretty much breach and clear and sweep and just kill all the zombies is what they're saying. Which is what you would do. But I mean, I'll take care of myself. I have an AR-15. And And that's something it didn't mention in the list of things you should have. It didn't say anything about having like a defense on you. It's It's a utility knife and duct tape, man. You know what you could do with that? Build a wallet? I don't know. A sword. (laughs) Jesus. A wallet. Hey, MacGyver can build a bomb out of a paperclip. Oh, you can build a, a sword out of utility knife. So listen, folks, as uh, you know, we always say here at the uh, Midnight Train Podcast, you know, keep the lights off. And tonight when you're going to bed, just remember that there is actually a preparedness um, prevention plan for zombies in a zombie apocalypse by the U.S. government. In fact, I will go ahead and put the link for that in our description for this um, episode when we actually launch it. So, yeah, as you're going to bed tonight, just remember... Zombies are real. So I have actually another interesting phase to this zombie talk we're doing tonight. And I think if we're going to talk about zombies, it's almost impossible not to talk about how this could actually happen in real life. Let's talk about if zombies were going to happen, what's the most reasonable? Because we're into debunking. We're into science. We're into figuring it out. I like where you're going with this. What's the most reasonable in scientifically accurate way that a zombie monkeys apocalypse you know could occur. Monkeys. Let's, let's one up it better. Let's go around the table and let's get everybody's personal thought scenario of how this could unfold. Okay. Well, listen, and by the way, I do want to say real quick, and I'll start this off. All right. I'll start this whole thing off. But I do have to say real quick before we get into the whole where we have our personal opinions of what we can actually see happening, like mm-hmm. how this can actually happen. Um, I am legend. Fantastic movie. Really good. Except for the dog dying. That, that sucked. Kills me that every part, time. Yeah, that part did suck. So we're talking about zombies. One of the coolest, iconic of the, you know, the mythos, potential mythos of these supernatural and or scary little horror it's characters. Definitely the most marketable, that's for sure. I mean, yeah. if, I wonder how much money has been made on just zombies. You know, as a whole, you, you look at probably games, movies, TV shows. Yeah, probably a lot of money. But I, I think it's that that fear of of like it's death coming to life. What? It's you know like us mean? killing well, each other. Basically. According to NBC News, oh. zombies are worth over five billion dollars to the economy. There you have it, folks. Now, just for the hell of it, look up vampires Ooh. because vampires would be probably it'd be a it'd be a duke out so between pairing. Yeah, because well, vampires were the popular. For a long time. I feel like vampires had more notoriety, but go ahead. See, vampires are worth AOL.com in 2017 said blood money. Why vampires are worth $10 billion to our economy. So guess what we're doing on the next episode? We're duking out vampires (laughs) or zombies is what we're duking out. Zombie versus vampires. Somewhere in there. Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. Werewolves make 50 bucks. (laughs) (laughs) Mummies. 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 Yeah. Mummy. Here come the mummies. Well, the Twilight franchise alone made nearly a billion dollars. Right. So, yeah. Which I've never seen a single one of those. No offense, but uh, vampires are not supposed to fucking twinkle. All right. They don't twinkle. Yeah. <laughs> so anyway, as we're talking about these zombies and before we took the break here, we were talking about how we believe. What, Riley? Sorry, Son I of really, a bitch. Really, I'm trying to get something. this freaking thing going. I know going you're on trying here, to get it going. But I can't. <laughs> but you we guys, were talking do me about- a favor. Can you please... Email the Midnight Train Podcast at gmail.com and make the subject Riley sucks. And then <laughs> and then just it. tell me why, and then we'll read them on the air for you. But go ahead. So 
we we're talking about grossing movies, right? Well, the the like gross movies, but, top top movies that make you sick. Is that what you're saying? Yeah, the nastiest movies. Okay, cool. <laughs> so the Twilight movies made, oh, each one made over three hundred million dollars each. Of course it did. So the top grossing zombie movie of all time is World War Z, the one with Brad Pitt. Yeah, made two hundred and two million million dollars. And I'm just gonna tell you guys it because it has to deal with sex and. Whether anybody wants to agree with it or not, and okay. Teens. Twilight movies, yep. you but got you said the, the whole Twilight like, movies were a hundred million a piece, three hundred million oh. each, and there's like fifteen of them. So the Twilight <laughs> movies, it's like, oh, do I choose the vampire or the werewolf? Oh my god, they're both oh, so hot. Oh, they both work out. I don't know what to do. And then World War Z, you got Brad Pitt, which is like every girl's dream, supposedly. Listen, here's so a silver bullet, kill them both, be done with it. But you, you want to know what the, the second highest grossing zombie movie is? This is kind of sad. It's Hotel Transylvania. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, zombie movie? There's a zombie in it. Yeah, but there's also that, a vampire in it. He's yeah, the main character. But, but it, that's how bad zombie movies do in the box office is that Hotel oh. Transylvania does 148 million. The next highest is Zombieland at 75 million. Wow. So that's half of what Hotel Transylvania grossed. It's kind of messed up. And then you were wrong, Jeff. Warm Bodies is in fourth. Resident Evil Afterlife is in fifth, and then Dawn of the Dead, the one from 2004, is in sixth. What is Warm Bodies? That's the it's guy. that Twilight one kind of, it's like so zombies. The guy from X-Men First Class that plays Beast, mm-hmm. he is a zombie. He's dating a girl, and they're in love. And He's a zombie. And he turns into a zombie, and they stay together. And, and the whole movie is like how they like work the relationship out with him being a zombie and the girl being normal. Just imagine the worst Ooh, movie you could zombie listen to. movies, real fast. Totally just thought of another one. It was amazing. What is the one weird? Oh God! Yeah, I don't know that one. The guy, he cut his hand was coming to life, and like he had to cut his hand off. Idle hands. Idle hands, dude. There was a zombie in that one. Was there? His best friend Seth was a zombie. Green. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. <laughs> Him and the other guy. Yeah, the heavy about that was Jessica good... Alba's first yes. movie. I think. Yes, it was. So hot. I cannot deny or confirm those comments. <laughs> but it's an amazing movie. So anyway. Now, what we're talking about is is what we personally believe, if there were to be a zombie apocalypse. How will it happen? How will it happen? All right. So, listen. I personally think there's two main ways to go about this and or potential ways for this to happen. And they've all... Everything's been... You know what I mean? I brought up I Am Legend earlier, and I thought that, that was that's a pretty good... Uh, possibility where somebody goes in and trying to create some sort of a cure for something and then it just you know screws up and just starts doing all kinds of crazy shit to everybody and then you know zombies are created from that um or again earlier i mentioned like the ebola virus and stuff there's got to be a virus out there i mean because uh we were talking before riley about the uh the fungus that actually a fungus among us. There's yeah. a parasite, like a prion Boom. parasite. That's mine. It's called Cordyceps, baby. And what it does. Calm yourself, young buck. Jeez. I was just asking a fucking question. He's jumping and trying to take over the whole show. Ready to shoot off. No, what I'm saying, though, is that there are potentials for things like that to happen. Natural things in nature. And I'll let you explain what that is. But I do believe that either one of those are tangible. I don't think that a toxic waste dump is going to cause any sort of, you know, zombie apocalypse. But I also don't think that the zombies that will happen, and I do believe they will, I don't think it's the zombies we 
think of. I don't think it's the, the like zombie. cannibalistic. Yeah, I don't think it's those zombies. I think more so what it's going to be is, I mean, like the bath salts thing, dude. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? There's some shit out there that is messing people up, like messing them up. So I think as that stuff progresses and everyone's trying to get the newer high and everyone's creating stronger and stronger this, that, and the other thing, eventually it's going to lead to just zombies. You know it's Obama's fault. I blame him. (laughs) So I'm saying, to to be honest, out of everything, I'm going to say drugs. Drugs? Really? I think drugs. I think drugs in somehow, some way are going to, I mean, because you look at bath salts, you look at this this uh the way drugs are progressing and like i know people that have smoked weed like older people that have smoked weed for from the 650s 60s 70s all the way to and they refuse to smoke it now oh yeah they're like kill you like everything's laced with fentanyl it's like you have no idea what you're smoking anymore you know and i'm not an avid pot smoker at all i do totally believe that pot should be legalized absolutely what's in your bag weed (laughs) (laughs) i'm kidding i'm kidding um, but you know, you know what I mean? Like, I, I believe Absolutely. it is, but the problem is, is that everybody's always trying to like get, they're, they're trying to save money. They're trying to create other shit, not save money. They're trying to make money. And mm-hmm. so they split things, they add stuff to it to make it stronger. And all of a sudden you're killing people or you're turning them into flesh eating idiots or that eat their own feces and stuff like that. So I'm, th- so mine's drugs. I'm saying drugs. I said, dr- I'm saying drugs are going to eventually get to the point where it just, zombies us jeff you i like that i like that a lot especially like you know i was thinking about like the narcan that they give for to combat uh, fentanyl like we don't really know just yet because it's so soon like the side effects or long-term effects of that drug right so you know that could be something um for me i i i I see it as like a wally situation okay I don't think we'll be cannibalistic zombies. I think we'll be we'll be brain mush, brain dead idiots, basically. And if you've ever seen the movie Wall-E, at you, the end, you realize that we're pretty much there now, right? Well, it'll get worse. <laughs> well, it's like idiocracy, <laughs> right? Because everybody's yeah, so buried into, in now. into their electronics. There's no creativity. There's no like originality anymore. It's very slim to none. And I feel like in a couple, not a couple, maybe in like a decade or so, um, we're gonna get to the point where we're just like mindless idiots that like have no emotion um no interaction no animation and it will be a zombie like effect and it'll be a pandemic to where like somebody's gonna have to come up with something to get us out of that funk and i don't think it it will be so widespread at that point that it'll be too late and we'll just be a bunch of brain dead slobs that will pretty much kill ourselves can i just before i go to you riley real quick can i just like you kind of made me think about something too what if that this what if the apocalypse, the zombie apocalypse, quote unquote, you guys see me hunger, hunger with my air quotes in here. But what if it is technology, but in a different way where, you know, they used to say that cell phones used to give cancer or tumors or radiation, and stuff like that. radiation. What if this 5G thing is supposed to be not good? Everyone's saying that 5G is like, oh, no, 5G. Not, you don't know who to believe. The liberals, the conservatives. I, I don't know. I got to do some more research and find something that's like nonpartisan. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. kind of figure it all out. Um but what if the technology that we are so addicted to ends up converting and turning things? Because, dude, our bodies are very sensitive. What if what if one day they have a new thing that comes out and it's like, hey, 8G. And all of a sudden, Bob down the streets, a fucking zombie. He's coming at you with a cell phone in one hand and a freaking axe in the other. You know what I mean? Did you ever see there's a YouTube video and I wish I had it right now, but there's a YouTube video where somebody takes their cell phone. It's a current. I don't know if it's a Samsung or Apple 
but it's a current cell phone and they put it in between a microwave and something else i can't remember but they literally fry an egg on the cell phone i did not see that they put it down on the counter and i think like they dial somebody so it sends a frequency out so it's like just ringing and then they have the microwave on and there's like a radio or something i can't remember exactly what it was and this is in the middle and the frequencies cross paths between the, the two objects and on the phone it gets so hot because of the the range of the frequency overloads and the guy fries an egg on the phone like there's some crazy stuff that we haven't really tapped into and technology is only getting faster easier stronger now however and again Bigger, before we go faster, to faster, right there, <laughs> but just remember though folks technology is good as long as you're listening to our podcast that's right right you never ever 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 want to be too afraid to listen to the midnight we could podcast. send out a frequency to, to our listeners listen. like a brainwashing thing can we yeah i mean it's really easy to do it's on something like this you know it's that easy <laughs> that was it yeah wow moody is insane <laughs> <laughs> all right so well, Riley, you guys ever watched kingsman right you guys have seen the movie oh yeah. yes so you know how the villain in that movie sends out a signal with the with the phone that makes everyone turn into crazy, you know, attackers. The scene. They're pretty much zombies. The church scene's one of the best scenes yeah, in any so movie good. ever. So good. But, th- but it turns them into zombies instead of eating each other. They just kill each other though. So you know, there's always an option there. That's in a nutshell. That's basically my scenario. Is yeah. I don't think we're going to be like a cannibalistic, dead arising, reanimated thing because that's just impossible, right? Let's be realistic, but. I think it's more or less going to be us killing each other and like the writing of, you know, you have like millions of people writing, but they're just brainless, stupid idiots, you know? Okay. Riley, you? So I've got two. Oh, God. So my first one is, it's what's called the cordyceps unilateralis. What the fuck? Is that a new tool record? (laughs) It's the next record from Tool. I know the pieces. For all the people out there right now that live in California, if you happen to be listening to this podcast, I uh, hope you, you know we personally we we hope you guys are okay out there and that yeah maybe move to Arizona, get the fuck out of there. You know what I mean? Just saying. You'll have beachfront property in a couple years. Yeah, yeah. So or be careful. You know, like get a helicopter, buy a helicopter, invest in a helicopter. It's probably a good time to or do just that. No, Dwayne the Rock Johnson, because he'll come save you. Or how about just get in your car and go east. <laughs> You know what I mean? Get out of there. That's it. Anyway, While you're sorry. driving, listen to the Midnight Train podcast. That's right. You can always listen to the Midnight Train podcast. <laughs> so, Cordyceps Unilateralis, not the Tool album. Okay, layman's terms. Uh, it's a fungus that affects ants. Okay. okay? So, what this thing does... That's it, what it, I touched on earlier. It yeah. infects the ant's brain, and what it does is it makes the ant... It loses control of its body, and the ant follows the fungus. Now, the fungus is the mastermind. So it's a parasite host deal. Yes, and so what it does is it takes over the ant's body, and it makes it go up to a tall, tallest leaf it can find or the tallest uh, gra- blade of grass it can find, and it bites the end of it, and it hangs there. And then what it does is it gives the fungus time to mature and grow and feed off the host to the point where it grows spores out of the ant's body like some out of a horror movie that is the coolest shit i've ever heard it shoots its spores it's vincent d'onofrio and men in black pretty much (laughs) that's what it is shoots sugar water (laughs) sugar water (laughs) so what it does is it shoots these spores and they infect more ants and then more ants go up and bite leaves and then they grow and then shoot more spores out and the ant dies in the process so all it takes in my opinion is one little mutation, one little natural switch in the genome of this 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 fungus 
to infect humans. And then the next thing you know, you got a human climb into the top of the roof, like in the happening, and then fungus grows out of him and shoots it all over other humans. Now, we keep fucking with space, right? We do. Yes. We're letting, like, what's his name? Tesla man. Uh, Elon Musk. Elon Musk. We're letting him, like, drive cars into space. We're letting all these SpaceX X things happen. Like, what if there's, like, a parasite, like he's talking yeah. about, or, like, some bacteria on a on a planet that we bring back on accident, and then next thing you know... That's his a good scenario. Movie idea right there. So listen, um, it is um, July 7th of 2019. And if you happen to be an extraterrestrial from a different area in, uh, you know, space, and you're listening to this podcast, just remember, we called it first. Okay. And uh, yes, what you're hearing is probably the smartest of what you're going to ever hear. And we apologize for that. Um, please just, you know, keep Bill Murray. And don't, uh, you know, don't kill us all. Yeah. So my second. Yeah, go ahead, Riley. Sorry. I, I just had to say that to the, the aliens out there. So the second one, in my opinion, that is more reasonable. I think that the whole parasite cordyceps thing is reasonable, but a little more far-fetched. The one that I think is really possible here is a little. Jeffro, open a new <laughs> all one. Right. Crispy bruise. So the one that I think is a little more reasonable. Or and it's kind of scary if you think about it. Is so you know how certain um, STDs, sexual transmitted diseases, Giggity. when le- <laughs> when left untreated. No, I do not know what you're talking about. <laughs> well, when a mommy and a daddy love each other very oh. much, and daddy's had some past friends. Oh. So what? <laughs> what if they don't love each other? <laughs> then well, they'll end up like me. So. <laughs> and that, folks, is a zinger. <laughs> Oh my god, that was actually on. Oh my god, that was beautiful. Well, that was good. You that couldn't have good. timed that any better. Even a broken clock's right twice a day, boys. That was good. So, what I'm saying is, it's like, <laughs> like syphilis when it's left untreated can lead to mental, like you can go insane. Like you lead to like your your vision of reality is warped. And is everything. that true? Yes, completely oh, yeah, true. It, sure. it, it goes to your really? brain. Yeah, it, it'll go to your brain and it completely, it, it'll it make you go insane pretty much. It'll warp your vision of reality. And how you view things, and huh. there's a so, lot of things. Didn't like that Al Capone out there. have syphilis? I, I, I thought he died from it. I didn't give it to him. It wasn't me. <laughs> and so all I know is, is that if these STDs, they're diseases, they're viruses that mm-hmm. are spread. What is the one thing where you can guarantee one person will be in contact with another? Money. Sex is what I was going to say. Oh, I was going to say money. Like you, you, you need two basketball. people. Maybe basketball. That's basketball. another one. <laughs> Anyway, sorry. So these MMA. people are swerving in their cars <laughs> listening to this. They're like, <laughs> they're like what? Oh. MMA? I don't know football. <laughs> sorry, so, good. If this disease, if these viruses, they are constantly evolving. Like we're we're fighting super bugs left and right now. Yeah, they're super. They're becoming um, invulnerable to our our. What are they called? Super um, bacteria's. Yeah, yeah, yeah. The ones that like people are going into like a hospital and stuff like that to like get an antibiotic, and the antibiotic doesn't work. It basically it the whatever they're fighting off kind of like learns what the antibiotic does. Do you find it bizarre that all these old diseases are coming back too? Like well, it's measles. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's, like, let's talk, well, that's another episode. Yeah, I know no, that's we're anti, not touching the anti-vaccine, it's anti-vaccine thing, but man. still, like, are those diseases like uh, genetically altering, enhancing, Probably, yeah. and whatnot over so time? That's what I'm getting towards, though. So let's say syphilis that already left untreated, which a lot of people, when it comes to STDs and stuff, they're like, "Oh, I don't want to go see my doctor; it's embarrassing." Blah blah. blah. So let's say if they leave it untreated, one thing leads to another. These diseases alter. The next thing you know, it could lead to 
psychosis and leading to people to go crazy and it could lay dormant in your system for years before you even know you have it okay so, so you're, that's i'm saying stds like a a um a mutated a version. mutation yeah. on an std all right so let me let me get this straight so here on the midnight train podcast you have to take yourself seriously please use protection we do not want a zombie outbreak it's up to you people. it is up to you it's easy. Slip on your Jimmy for five dollars. Right. You can go to the gas station. Absolutely. It's not embarrassing to ask for a condom. It actually, if anything, it's empowering because you know you go to that lady up at the front desk and you say, "I need these," and she goes, "This boy must be getting down." Listen, nobody like, wants a zombie outbreak. Just wrap it up, or wrap be like up. Riley, right? Wrap it That's up. All you got to do. Never talk to a girl in your life. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> so yeah for real wrap your stuff up people because it's it's a dangerous world out there and nobody wants a zombie outbreak so mine is i believe it's um drugs drugs are going to morph they're going to turn into something else um but i think that's kind of where we're all at like in riley's is um well you had a couple of them there but for the most part it's like std changing virus or changing std viruses whatever and yours is technology but it's all things that are evolving Right. Because I mean, they're constantly evolving. Everything is evolving always. And perhaps like, you know, this this website for .gov, the CDC, perhaps they've they've discovered all these scenarios or gone through all these scenarios. You know what I mean? And there's a who knows, there could be a plan for every single one of them. It's very possible. So now listen, before we close this thing out, before we actually have our, you know, how we close this out and kind of say whether or not how we feel about things here. I do want to touch on one last thing, folks. So there is this thing out there called taphophobia. Taphophobia is the medical term. You're afraid of taffy. Saltwater? No. Oh. Willy Wonka? No. Laffy Taffy? Nope. Laffy Taffy. Girl, shake that. Laffy Taffy. None of that. Nope. Absolutely not. Um, It's actually a medical term for the fear of being buried alive as a result of being incorrectly pronounced dead. Uh, (laughs) I hate that. (laughs) So taphophobia can be justified due to the number of cases of people being buried alive by accident. So back in the day, in the late 1800s, early 1900s, basically what happens is, is there was 219 cases of near live burials and 149 cases of actual live burials. Okay. Those are bad odds, people. Yeah. So what happened is, is back in the day, they didn't have the technology and they didn't know what they were doing. So if somebody was you know, passed out or if they, you know, couldn't feel a pulse on them or they were in a coma or whatever, guess what? They buried them. They buried you. And then what happens is, and maybe this could have led to people's beliefs of zombies and the resurrection of, you know, dead people or whatever. So these people would wake up and all of a sudden they're either in a hospital, uh, a morgue or um, a thriller video or a thriller. <laughs> <laughs> That's the scariest one. Uh, I can <laughs> so what they ended up doing was they created these things called safety coffins. Safety coffins were coffins for the people that were supposedly hunger, hunger, dead. And they would bury them. They'd put them in the ground and there would be a line that came up from their finger all the way to the surface. And there would be a bell. So that way, if they woke up, they would go ding, 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 and they'd wake. And every time a bell wings, a zombie gets his wings. That is so fucked. Could you imagine being that poor bastard and you wake up and you're in a dark box? No. Like that? No. 
I would snap my own neck, okay? So I would End pull like a total Jean-Claude Van Damme. I'd be like, who's the fuck? And I'd just like snap my own neck and be done. No, imagine being the poor bastard who's got to sit there for days on end reading a book, waiting for <laughs> we a bell to ring. We about that earlier. Okay, so in saying that, yeah. so what they realized is is that, so yes, they had a, um, a, a bell on their fingers, but what happens is, is that they didn't have any air in there. So whether they were alive or not... <laughs> <laughs> they died so they ended up putting a tube that kind of looked like a uh, you know a um, like a it's got a bell on one end of it not a bell but like a larger surface or whatever kind of almost like a funnel right. and they would run it down and so air would be pumped into the thing so if anybody woke up they would be in there so now the funny part about this is like I'm talking like <laughs> Edgar Allan Poe is actually re- uh, wrote a, a novel um, published in 1844 called The Premature Burial um, I think I think we should reenact it though, real oh, quick. Okay. The burial, like so. Okay. You can be the guy that's like waiting around, waiting to hear the bell. Okay. All right. So, um, man, this is. St- <laughs> what the fuck? <laughs> uh, uh, uh. Hello. 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 Is this somebody down there? Hello? <laughs> I'm sorry. I don't have a bell sound. <laughs> scr- I'm like scrambling looking for a bell. You yeah. It was good for about two seconds. That was good for about two seconds. It was really good for two seconds. But it was a, it was a decent reenactment. Let's, let's be honest, close. folks. Was it was pretty, pretty good. I mean, if you were sitting there in a cemetery reading a book and you heard a screaming gopher, you'd probably shit your pants and be like, okay, one of these boxes is alive. <laughs> the wind accidentally hits the string or something. You're like, like, how do you tell ah! it? Like, how do you tell which one? Do you put your ear to the ground? Like, nope, it's, it's not Bill Johnson. Okay, uh, nope. <laughs> It's not William. <laughs> so the first recorded safety coffin was actually constructed on the orders of Duke Ferdinand of Brunswick before his death in 1792. And the Duke demanded to have a window installed to allow light in and an air tube to provide a supply of fresh air. And instead of having the lid nailed down, he had a lock what? fitted in a special pocket of his shroud. He had two keys, one for the coffin lid and the second for the tomb door. Now you- Just in case... His ass came to life. Now, you just dovetailed into something that sparked some interest here. You've ever heard the theory, or maybe it's true, but have you ever heard of Walt Disney being cryogenically frozen, just his head? It's not true. It's not true. It's not Futurama, wasn't it? Yeah, it's not true. He didn't do that. I know that's like an He was a racist. I did know that much. He was very, very xenophobic. He did not like the Jews. Yeah, he didn't like... He was. What does it have to do with having your head chopped off and frozen? You guys always take it to the darkest of the dark sides. <laughs> Welcome to the Midnight Podcast. Blah, 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 blah. It was Jesus' fault in Obama. I seen it. <laughs> I seen him. Right, I so listen, we need to close this case. I personally believe, Jeff and Riley, that there is a potential possibility that there could be some sort of a zombie. Not the zombies that we watch in the movies that scare the crap out of us. I don't think that's kind of what we're talking about. I do love those movies. I think that the that fear of dead coming back to life and that it could be a tangible thing is what scares people. But I don't think that's what's going to happen. I do believe that it's going to be... We, do, we, we all three hit on very possible scenarios. Yes. So, Jeff, what do you think? Yeah, I'm with you. I, I don't think... I mean, it... it a zombie-esque event could happen, I guess, um, with like all the three scenarios we we discussed. As far as like the the hell being uh, full and the dead walk the earth and reanimated, I don't think that will ever happen. I don't think it's ever happened. And I'll just leave it at that. I'll leave it to Hollywood to take care of that. Personally, Riley? I think that uh, it's the most realistic of all the things we've talked about so far on this 
in this podcast in the ninth episode so far. Wait, I think more realistic than the Mothman. Ooh. More realistic than Sarah's Poltergeist. Ooh. Wow. All right, so they're all pretty close, but I think zombies are probably <laughs> going to be the most. It's got a tinge. It's of got realism a tinge of real. It. Yeah, it's got a tinge yeah. of. That's why it's so scary. It's because it's hey, us. This could happen because it's it infects humans and it takes away their humanity, but it leaves their their physical form, which is pretty scary. Yeah. It's like being possessed almost, and yeah. so I think yeah, that, that was a dark episode. Unlike a lot, yeah, unlike some of the things we talked about, I think I cannot definitively say that this is not possible. So I'm gonna. Go ahead and say as of right now, hopefully it never happens. So I'd, I'd like right. to know what our uh, listeners think. Absolutely. Well. Absolutely. So if you're out there right now and you're listening to this and uh, we want to know what you think about zombies. We want to know if you believe that zombies could never happen and it's total Hollywood BS and fictitious and whatever. Or do you think that it's a possibility? Do you think that zombies could once, you know, come up and on Earth and roam the Earth and maybe, brains. you know, look for brains or <laughs> send more brains, yeah, which, yeah, you, you never know. Um, we'd also like to hear what your favorite zombie movies are. I would love to hear that. Maybe we can review a couple of them. Like we, we did one again for uh, 28 Days Later for um, Eva out there. We're going to be posting that up online uh, on our yes. website, which is the Midnight Train dot com. Oh, and just to chime in on the bonus episodes, we're actually going to do one uh, after this episode. We're going to do another bonus episode. And this was going to be on the top five, if I'm not mistaken. Five or ten. Five or ten um, scariest audio bites yeah, The most on mysterious YouTube. noises ever recorded. So, so we're, we're going to be- go through, you know, round table it, see what we think of each one, debunk it, and then we'll have links to, uh, to each one, too, as well. So... Th- if you're not on the bonus train, get on the midnight bonus train ah, now. The midnight bonus. That was good. I like that. I like that good one. So again, please follow us on uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, um, you know, midnight, midnight train podcast.com. Go in there, subscribe on there so we can, you know, stay in contact. Uh, and so we can actually, you know, keep doing what we're doing. Uh, you can listen on Spotify, Apple music, uh, SoundCloud, etc. Uh, please like, subscribe, and leave a five-star rating. It really, really does help with all the podcasts you listen to. Listen to If you could possibly leave a five-star review for them, it helps everybody out because they just move up in the rankings, and then other people listen to it like you are right now. Um, so thank you for listening. It's uh, always a pleasure. Jeff, anything to say? Yeah, uh, get yourself some zombie cookies. Uh, get a Bigfoot Axe t-shirt. I'm telling you, it's going to work amazing, amazingly at the bar. I guarantee it. And uh, other than that, we will see you next time. And Riley? I would like to finish off by saying, please share this with people that you know. Please uh, tell them about it so that these people can start paying me so I don't just work for free. (laughs) (laughs) He doesn't have any money. All right, guys. We're the Midnight Train Podcast, and we love you very much. We'll see you guys soon. Peace. Well, Zombie Slayers, we hope you enjoyed tonight's podcast. We sure did. And just remember, when there is no more room in hell, the dead will walk the earth, eat your brains, kill your family, and your dog. So be smart. Stock up on ammo and beer. From the Midnight Train Podcast, good night. There's a man going around taking names. And he decides who to free and who to blame. Everybody won't be treated all the same. There'll be a golden ladder reaching down when the man comes around.